Max is mad at me because I have been spending so much time with Graham. He doesn't actually know that I've been with Graham. He just knows that I have been someplace else, and he is mad. I think this is good. I always get a little nervous when I don't see Max for a while, but if he's mad at me for not being around enough, that means he's been thinking about me and misses me. I had to go pee and you weren't there to check the bathroom, Max says. I had to knock on the door. We are riding on the bus now, going home, and Max is hunkered down in his seat, whispering to me so the other kids don't hear us talking. Except they do. They always do. Max can't see what the other kids can see, but I can. I can see the forest through the trees. I had to go pee and you weren't there to check the bathroom, Max says again. Max repeats himself if you don't answer his questions, because he needs an answer before he can say the next thing. Except that Max doesn't always ask his questions like questions. Lots of times, he just says something and expects you to know it's a question. If he has to repeat himself three or four times, which he never has to do for me, but sometimes has to do for his teachers and his dad, he gets really upset. Sometimes, this makes him get stuck. I was in Tommy's classroom, I say. I was trying to figure out what he plans on doing next. I wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to get his revenge this week. You were spying, Max says. I know this is a question, too, even if he doesn't say it like a question. Yes, I say. I was spying. Okay, Max says, but I can tell that he's still a little mad. I can't tell Max that I was with Graham because I don't want Max to know that other imaginary friends exist. If he thinks that I'm the only imaginary friend in the whole wide world, then he'll think I'm special. He'll think that I'm unique. That is good, I think. It helps me persist. But if Max knew that there were other imaginary friends and he was mad at me, like he is now, then maybe he would just forget about me and imagine a new imaginary friend. And then I would disappear like Graham is disappearing right now. It's been hard, because I want to tell Max about Graham. At first, I wanted to tell him because I thought he could help. I thought that maybe Max could give me a good idea to help Graham, because he's so smart. Or maybe he could help us solve one of Megan's problems, like teaching her to tie her own shoes. And then he could tell Megan that it was Graham's idea, so Graham would get all of the credit. But now, I want to tell Max about Graham because I'm scared. I'm afraid that I might lose my friend, and I don't have anyone to talk to about it. I guess I could talk to Puppy, but I don't know Puppy very well, and definitely not as well as I know Max or Graham. And even if Puppy can talk, talking to a dog is weird. Max is my friend, and he should be the one I talk to when I'm sad or afraid, but I can't. I just hope that Graham comes to school tomorrow, and we aren't too late. Max's father likes to tell people that he and Max play catch every night in the backyard, like they are doing tonight. He tells everyone he can, sometimes more than once, but he usually waits until Max's mom isn't around before he says it. Sometimes he says it just after she leaves the room, if he knows that she's coming right back. 
but he and Max don't really play catch. Max's dad throws the ball to Max, and Max lets it hit the ground and roll, and when it stops moving, he picks it up and tries to throw it back. Except Max's dad never stands close enough for Max to reach him, even though he tells Max to step into it and throw with your body and give it your all, son. Whenever they play catch, Max's dad calls Max son instead of Max. But even if Max steps into it or gives it his all, I don't know what either of those things mean, and I don't think Max does either. The ball never reaches his dad. If Max's dad wants the ball to reach him, why doesn't he just stand closer?